A wonderful evening, our dear listeners. It's Frank Bambal with the News Wrap on the JB Mwonge podcast, and these are our top stories. Numbers adopted daughter scoops a new Makere flag. Natawi Margaret, a student of veterinary medicine at Macquarie University, was yesterday crowned the NUP flag bearer for the 89th Guild Poll in a three-horse race held at Macquarie Kavli at the NUP head offices. Partisan politics were outlawed by the university administration citing the death of a UCS student, Bewatel Wetungura, who was killed during Guild campaigns last year. The NUP students chapter at Macquarie has, however, relied on the constitutional provision of Article 29 that permits all Ugandans a right to political association. In that regard, they went on to hold their primaries off-campus premises after security with aid of the university administration sabotaged their efforts to hold peaceful flag-bearer co- contest. In the polls held yesterday, Natabi, a foster daughter to Mukonomon Spite MP Nambose, garnered 86 votes out of the 209 votes casted, beating her closest rival, Luyombe Kelvin Joshua, with a difference of 40 votes. Masaruka Robert came third with 37 votes, while Kabula Mzafalu came fourth with 36 votes. Natabi will therefore hold the NUP flag in the forthcoming elections as the party looks forward to producing its 55th guild president in a row. Makere hold its elections on April 14th in which students will vote for a new guild president to succeed the outgoing guild president, Alionzi Lawrence Dangote. In our other top stories, the jailed NUP supporters have been denied bail. The 32 incarcerated NUP supporters grappling with treason charges in the March India General Court Marshal were this morning denied bail for another consecutive time. State prosecution led by Lieutenant Muhabamia objected bail, citing the possibility of sabotaging investigations. Mr. Gift Muhabamia said, Your Worship, we are still investigating and it is our view that the suspects continue to stay on remand as we wind up, he told court. Council Katana Benjamin, who was present during the trial, expressed dismay with the whole trial, saying that the suspect's right to bail is constitutional and therefore must not be infringed upon. The party's Secretary General, Mr. Rubongoya, was also at the trial and lashed out at the court martial panel for failing to compel the state prosecutors to wind up the investigations for another second consecutive year. We spent the morning at the GCM in Machindi where 31 comrades detained for over two years appeared. The state yet again objected to bail application using funny reasons intended to further keep them in detention. The military court has adjourned the matter to Monday next week when it will give its final ruling. Mr. Rubongoya wrote, The jailed 32 NUP supporters have been on remand for close to two years since their arrest in 2021 in the aftermath of the general elections. They are battling charges of possession of military stores and treason. They notably include Madame Olivia Rutaya, Mr. Machete Yassin, and Sanyam Haidin, among others. In another top story, NUP MPs distance self from negotiations. The two lawmakers of NUP, Mr. Alan Sewanyana and his counterpart, Mohamed Sejirinya, have dismissed allegations that, the, that their bail was approved after roundtable negotiations with government. The MPs say their February 13th release was premised on their ailing 
health condition having prevailed through 17 months of incarceration. The MPs say that the prevailing propaganda is being peddled by the, their political opponents who intend to replace them in their constituencies. Addressing journalists at the NUP head offices in Kamwasha this morning, the, N, the MPs responded to concerns by the public which had, me, had been made to believe that they were released after negotiations. Sawanyana said that we caught, we heard that there were negotiations of our release. It, is, it was the first time I heard about that. Why would we negotiate? I am innocent. Our lawyers requested for bail and it was granted. There weren't any negotiations for our release. I have the freedom to be in my country. The people who were, walking, who were talking about negotiations had selfish interests. Sawanyana said, Why would I pay 20 million shillings and my passport withheld if there were any kind of negotiations? We want to thank our party, NUP, for their efforts and our lawyers who told tirelessly to get, to get us freedom. One could call temporary freedom. I call it freedom because I and my brother, Sajirinya, we are innocent. Sajirinya, on the other hand, attributes his persecution to political enemies, who he says envied his rocket speed progress in making his manifesto lively. He said, I am the only MP who executed his manifesto in two months. This didn't sit well with several people. There weren't in negotiations prior to our release. We were released because of the constant pressure that came from our people, the media, the international community, and the foot soldiers, he said. After I was sworn in as MP, I received 200 million shillings for the car that I used to buy an ambulance, rented a, a place where I set up a hospital at 10 million, and I got startup medical equipment and medicine. I know my people suffer from diseases like gonorrhea and malaria. This medicine was there, surgery, yeah? said... Then in our other top stories, NUP president visits Gomba school ravaged by accident. President Chagulani Sentamu, alias Bobby Wine, has visited Kasaka Secondary School, which a fortnight back was ravaged by a tragic accident that left about student, four students dead and scores injured. The accident occurred on March 15th at around 3.30 p.m. as students were back from a lunch break. A single truck driver, Ewan Abdallah, Age 26 lost control and veered into school into the school premises, killing three students on the spot. Twenty other students were critically injured and immediately rushed to nearby medical facilities. Bobby, a born of Gomba district, has opted to extend his solidarity and thoughts to the students and teachers of this school. Then on the foreign scene, two MPs, one governor, linked to raid on ex-president Uhuru Kenyatta's farm. The plans to raid the Kenya the Kenyatta property were mooted last Friday and firmed up by Sunday evening, according to local press reports in Kenya. Two MPs, a former governor and a popular Kiamu musician, are among those who reportedly played lead roles in mobilizing the gang that wreaked havoc on the ex-president's farm. And those were the top stories. Frank Wambali, I am with the news wrap on the JB Mwange podcast. See you next time.